and welcome to this week's Worcester podcast. My name is Claire Bullivant and I'm your host this week. As Worcester Observer editor, Rob George is at home in isolation. He's still working, but from his dining room table, I am told. We will be hearing from him later in the podcast, though. But in the meantime, you've got me and I'll be chatting through some of this week's news stories. Obviously, we find ourselves in uncharted territory at the moment. No one could have predicted this pandemic. And I do hope you are weathering the storm and keeping you and your family safe at this very worrying time. Obviously, this week, health chiefs confirmed the second COVID-19 death in Worcestershire, a man in his 80s with underlying health conditions. And this news came just 24 hours after a patient at the Alexandra Hospital in Redditch also passed away. Both victims had tested positive for the coronavirus. If you do watch the news, it can seem so depressing and worrying at the moment, of course. But on a positive note, we are seeing so many amazing people, organisations and groups rising to the challenge and really helping each other. We are being told so many inspiring and wonderful stories, the best of humanity and also such innovation, including this week's front page news story about GTEC. If you don't know GTEC, it's the vacuum manufacturers who are based in Spetchley in Worcester. They are swapping making vacuum cleaners for ventilators. Owner Nick Gray told us at first he thought it was a hoax, being asked if he could assist in making up to 30,000 medical ventilators in as little as two weeks. But he's risen to the challenge and is now taken to the front line in the coronavirus crisis. He told us they are running at full capacity and devoting all of their working hours to manufacturing the life-saving equipment. And this was all after Health Secretary Matt Hancock made his public plea for helping after it became apparent the UK would not have enough ventilators to cope with the expected number of patients with serious COVID-19 symptoms. GTEx Mr Gray began working on the project after being contacted by Gareth Rees-Williams, who is the Government Chief Commercial Officer in the early hours of last Sunday morning, that's March the 15th. He spent Sunday learning how ventilators worked and on Monday asked GTEC's engineering and model-making team to tackle the challenge. He also bought a ventilator off eBay and arranged for it to be collected first thing Monday morning. He said there were quite a lot of problems. Oxygen is a very reactive gas, apparently, which rules out making motors and electrical devices. Now, I don't know about these things, but apparently normal air operations cylinders can only run on air, not pure oxygen, so they couldn't be used. He did tell us a breakthrough came, though, when he repurposed an everyday syringe into the oxygen-powered RAM. Now, if you do like that whole technical side of things, you can read exactly what he said on the Worcester Observer website. But GTEC tells us they could produce around 100 per day within a week or two, providing they can still find the steel fabrication and CNC machining companies to help them make some of the parts. We'll keep you updated. It all sounds very promising. We've also had a lovely message from our mayor, Mayor of Worcester, Count Alla Dieter, who has urged residents to stay calm and to work together to minimise the impact of coronavirus and its ramifications on the city. He says, getting to grips with this virus is possibly the greatest peacetime challenge our country and the city has ever faced. There is not a person in the city who won't be affected, whether you run a business, have been sent home from school, are retired or 
are working to keep essential services and provisions running. Our mayor informs us that he will do everything he can to support residents through the daily challenges which lie ahead. Many Worcester residents have already been galvanised into action, setting up volunteer networks in their area to help with shopping, provide friendship and find practical ways of overcoming problems. He says he is incredibly proud of everyone who's going that extra mile to help others. And whilst there is no finite timescale for the duration of this pandemic, it is clear it won't be with us forever. By staying calm, thinking creatively and looking out for those in the community who may be vulnerable and need our support, we can and we will get through this. He says we are all in this together and if we support each other, we will come out of it together. Beautifully said, Mayor Count Aladita. Obviously, sadly, so many things have been cancelled, but we keep hearing stories how events will come back bigger and stronger than ever, including the Worcester Carnival, which will return, they promise us, in 2021. They sent us a statement which says Worcester Carnival is all about inclusion and many of our participants will be in the most vulnerable groups. So as much as we are saddened at the prospect of not putting on this much-loved community event, we know it's the right decision. We we promise to bring you a bigger and better carnival in 2021. Visit worcester-carnival.co.uk for more information and updates on that. More wonderful people are the caring staff members at Acorns Children's Hospice who have hit the streets in a bid to support families who are isolated at the moment. They tell us families supported by ACORNS can face many challenges and uncertainties on a day-to-day basis as they care for children with complex medical needs. The coronavirus pandemic has meant many made the decision to self-isolate immediately for their own protection. Specialist care teams from ACORNS hospices have identified families who may be vulnerable, cut off or isolated and are putting together much-needed care packages of essentials such as toiletries, baby milk and food. General, generous local community organisations including the Real Junk Food Project Central and Food Cycle Longbridge have joined forces with Acorns and have delivered supplies for the hospice staff to allocate to families. Anyone wishing to donate items to the families at Acorns is asked not to actually visit the hospice in person but do email them and they can arrange a pickup or something. Just email supporter.services at acorns.org.uk. Useful items include tinned food of all sorts and varieties, toiletries, toilet roll, hand wash and hand sanitizer if you if there is any out there, baby milk and nappies. Now, there are loads more news stories on our website, so do check out the website. We also do daily updates on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, um, headlines I'm just looking through now, the public displaying their appreciation of the NHS, great story there. There's a garden revamp that somebody wants to shout about, it looks lovely. Um, a perfect 10 for St John's Garage, and there's been a body found in search for missing Ian. Those are just some of the news headlines that I'm reading. You can read them all, read all the stories and more on the website, which is worcesterobserver.co.uk. Now let's cross over to editor Rob at his new office in his dining room, busily keeping you up to date with all the information and updates from Worcester. Thanks, Claire. Yes, it's certainly been a very different week 
this week. Uh, for the first time in 15 and a half years, I have not put a paper together or contributed to a paper in any way from a newsroom. Instead, the newsroom has been swapped over for my dining room table where I've had my laptop on updating our website at worcesterobserver.co.uk and, of course, getting the paper done as well, which, for the first time, is just an e-edition. Um, we hope you understand... Uh, the reasons behind it, the safety of our paper boys and our delivery people is utmost, especially now we are in lockdown. And uh, hopefully it's struck the balance between the very reality, the very real reality that we face in lockdown Britain and lockdown Worcester, but also some light-hearted stories and also stories to make you smile and to feel inspired at a very tough time for us all at, at the moment. As I said on the podcast last week, it's very understandable and it's okay to be frightened we are living through unprecedented times certainly for our generation and probably other generations as well um we are dealing with something that we can't see and we don't know um necessarily how to cure it yet but we know we will beat it um and sacrifices have to be made and one of those is becoming an e-edition as we said for the first time we do, as we said, we don't know what we're going to do going forward, but we've got our website open to us and your support on social media has been truly wonderful and we thank you for all your support and hopefully going forward we can strike the balance between the very real news, as we said, uh, regarding the coronavirus, but also stories of hope, stories to make you smile and stories to the make you feel inspired because as I said in my editor's comment this week which you can read on page 8 of the paper on the e-edition which you can find at worcesterobserver.co.uk forward slash e-edition um, this crisis has brought out the very worst in people as we've seen with the panic buying but it's also brought out the best in people and we're starting to see that come through now before the lockdown was issued there was an awful lot of community spirit there was an awful lot of people getting out there in the community to check on those more vulnerable than themselves and those in the at-risk categories. Obviously, that has had to come to an end now because of the lockdown, despite the restriction. Uh, you are, are actually allowed to go out um, to provide medical care or care in any way, shape or form. It's certainly been different. Um, I decided to go for the GTEC story on the front page. I'm sure you've seen it, but it's the Nick Gray and his team over in Spetchley that are basically learning how to build ventilators have done it and they've got their own design and they've showed it to the government all in, all in one week, um, which cannot be bad and all credit to the guys at GTEC and maybe, just maybe, uh, when we come out of this, you'll all look at GTEC just a little bit more because it's a wonderful local company doing wonderful local things and who knows, they may be saving more than just a few lives in the coming weeks if this virus was to get any worse and we certainly hope it doesn't do read that on the front page it's a wonderfully inspiring story and it's a story that we're going to follow as well um going forward to see if there's any more news about it because it may be that they're providing ventilators by the bucket load because this is beyond me and you know you know, regular listeners will know I'm a bit dense when it comes to pretty much most things, but certainly engineering, I'm certainly dense, but they can make 100 a week if they can get the relevant parts. I More power to them and just wonderful, wonderful uh, news uh, coming out of GTEC, helping out others and moving their speciality from vacuum vacuums to ventilators, which is just a wonderful, wonderful thing. And I wish them all the very 
very best. Some other stories that I would might would draw your attention to is certainly the kind-heartedness being shown for families at Acorns Children's Hospice. Um, families that are dependent on the care, we're getting care parcels and support before the lockdown as well, which is a wonderful, wonderful thing to do. In the paper as well, do take a read. There's messages from the Chief Constable of West Mercy Police, from the Mayor of Worcester, from the Leader and Deputy Leader of Worcester City Council, vowing that normal service as much as possible will carry on in the faithful city over the next, well, certainly fortnight, because we've got a three-week lockdown that will be reviewed. Prime Minister Boris Johnson did say it would be reviewed, of course, and we'll see, we have to see where we're going to be from then on in. But... The sad news, obviously, uh, another event to go to the wall, I'm afraid, is the Worcester Carnival for this year, quite understandably, uh, with the restrictions on mass gatherings. It's going to take pa- It was going to take place in the summer, but understandably, organisers don't want to keep people hanging on until the very last minute, and I think it's a wise decision. And I'm sure, as the organisers have said, it will be back bigger and better next year. I would like to draw your attention as well. There's some great advice in the paper this week about protecting your home from the long-suffering menace that are the seagulls that blight Worcester City. Do pay attention to that and do um, take a look at the advice being offered because apparently we're getting close to gull nesting season um, and we all know, and there are many of you across the city suffering with these uninvited visitors to your property that make a heck of a lot of noise. Um, from when they stay till when they leave. So do take a look at that as well. And before I sign off and hand you back over to Claire, I would say we... I would like to draw your attention to the sports pages as well. We're down to one sports page, quite simply, because there's nothing else going on at all. There is no sport across the faithful city at the moment in any of um, its forms, basketball, rugby, football, cricket, you name it, none of it's taking place. It's particularly galling that there's no, no cricket taking place when you look outside, as I record this from my dining room table on Wednesday afternoon, that it's a gorgeous, gorgeous spring day. Uh, not a cloud in the sky and it feels very pleasantly warm out there, but health matters come first and the health of the nation comes before the sound of willow on leather but i'm sure we were going to get we're going to get to cricket at some point and hopefully that is very soon but that's it from me from my dining room table i will uh, catch up with you hopefully the same time next week but from now uh, i think we're done here we're going to go back to claire who i'm sure is going to take us through some of the other events going on in the city this week over to you claire Thanks, Rob. As always, an absolute pleasure to hear from you and always such great advice. You're very, um, you're, we're lucky to have such a wonderful editor as the editor of our local paper. Obviously, local news is so important, more so now than ever before. Our digital platforms are the busiest they have ever been. And we know you are relying on us to continue to provide the daily updates you know and trust. So do keep in touch with us. Give us a follow and let us know about special people and groups who are doing heroic things at this time for our community. We'd also love to see some of your isolation videos at home. There are some brilliant ones going around on the web and we're sure we've got some brilliant creative people here in Worcester who can... um we just want to see them we all want to enjoy what you're doing in isolation in your own homes follow us on facebook twitter and instagram and also keep checking back to our website worcesterobserver.co.uk say stay safe everyone i've been your host claire Bullivant, and i'll see you next week <laughs>